Hubhopper Originals Hi all So this is a story called Because Superman had better things to do and it's from my book The Other Because Superman had better things to do Everyone knows Superman even I know even I know although I don't know much Arijit had a poster in his room. Superman flying through the air, one arm raised. He was swooping down towards a girl whose purse was being snatched by a robber. She was screaming. People were looking, but they weren't stepping forward. They were too scared of the robber. But Superman, he wasn't scared. He was just flying down, down, down. The robber hadn't seen him yet and he had no idea that bus uska khel khatam hone wala hai he was committing his last crime I used to look at the poster when I was little I used to follow my mother room to room and I hoped that somehow I would see superman reach the robber and box his face but he never did of course not I know that now but as a toddler I kept hoping that's what toddlers do they hope now I know better I liked coming to work with my mother I loved how she used to take a dirty grimy thing and make it all shiny as if by magic she could make old things new I wondered where all the dirt came from. It was as if there were dirt devils, the shaitans, who threw dirt and slime and grime and hair in the house. But pretty soon my mother with her jhadu, her pocha and duster would have it bright and new and shining again. It was like a game. The dirt devils dirtied and my mother beat them again. I loved it best when she beat the carpets. What? The dust flew up to escape the beating but her strong arms didn't stop whack 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 and Then one day Arijit was going away to boarding school and he was cleaning out his room He took down his Superman poster and took lots and lots of comics out of the bookshelves He was going to throw them away but my mother understood the pulling at the end of her sari palla as I tugged and tugged without saying a word So she asked if she could take them for me. Maybe Benji she'll see the pictures and learn to read a little. So my mother's mem sahab or Benji as she called her gave all of it to us. And so Superman came home. I felt as if our little room had suddenly become a magical place, a place where there was no danger and where I was going to be safe always. After all, Superman lived here. I pored over the comics. I couldn't read them, but I looked carefully at the pictures and guessed at the story. I don't know if my story was the same as the ones the words told, but I loved my stories anyhow, and I could change them any way I wanted. So, there wasn't just one story in every comic. There were as many as I wanted. Soon my mother stopped taking me to work. Mem sahab said I was too big and so I was alone at home but I didn't feel alone I would talk to superman and I felt that he was talking to me are I knew he wasn't really but sometimes I didn't 
when I didn't know what to do, I would ask him and the answer would come. And because of Superman, I never felt alone, never felt lonely or bored. I felt as if I had a best friend, even if it was an old picture hanging on the wall. I didn't tell anyone, of course. I knew that they'd make fun of you. I wasn't that stupid. I knew he wasn't real, but it just felt good to have someone, even if it was a pretend friend. And then came the biggest change in my life. I got into school, like big school. It was big in every sense of the word. There were so many, many, many people, big and small. There were huge classrooms, a huge, huge hall with a big stage where we were supposed to get together to say our prayers. There were very big toilets with big mirrors and pots behind doors. So many of them and sinks and soaps and tissues and the desks. The desks were bigger and the buses were bigger than any bus I had been on. My uniform was big too. Too big. But it was so smart. The big children carried big bags. But we didn't have to bring anything except a hanky pinned to our chest and a plastic tag hung from our necks with our names on it. I loved my photo on my tag. I was wearing my new uniform and my hair was combed perfectly and I was smiling because I was happy. Many of the other new children cried when their mothers left them at the door of the classroom. But I never cried. My mother only came with me till the bus. I would wave at her from the door but the teacher would make me sit down next to her so I couldn't look out of the window and see my mother. But it didn't matter. I would see her in the afternoon. I knew that. The teacher on the bus was very nice. She liked to talk to me and I liked to talk to her. She always asked me what I had eaten for breakfast and my answer was always the same. Dood roti. I love to break up the hot roti and soak it in the milk and spoon it up. Mrs. Apte's breakfast was also always the same. Muesli and yogurt with a banana chopped into it. When she asked me if I knew what muesli was, I shook my head, too scared to even try and say the word muesli. So next day she brought some in a little plastic bag for me to try. It was crunchy and sweet and delicious. After she saw how much I liked it, she would bring me some every day. The other teachers were very nice too, and so were the didis who looked after us in between. Some of the children needed help to go to the bathroom, but I didn't. I could go all by myself. The boys went to one bathroom and the girls went to another bathroom, and I could tell which one was which by the picture on the door. I really, really, really loved school. There was one thing, but which I didn't like. When we sat at our desks... And when we had to make a circle together on the storytelling carpet and when we had to get into the splash pool. Many times I sat on my own, a little away from the others. No, that's not true. I sat with them. They sat away. I didn't know why. When we were in the playground, nobody pushed me on the swing. They only pushed when I tried to get into the sandbox with the others. Then they would push me out, not into the sandbox. And I didn't know why. 
When we played catching catch, no one ran after to catch me. I would run laughing, but there was no one after me. I would stand and wait, and they would run after all the others who were running. Even if the den was running right past me and I was standing still, no one would catch me. And I didn't know why. And I didn't say anything. I didn't know what to say. And to whom? Who would I tell? I knew I couldn't really explain even. So I just started keeping away from the others. If they didn't want to be friends with me, I didn't want to be friends with them. I sat alone during class, during playtime, during break time. When I was all alone like this, Superman started coming to sit with me. It was great. I showed him all the mean children and he promised he would help me get even with them. And he did. Like the time when he opened Srijan's shoelaces when, with his x-ray vision and made Srijan fall down the stairs. I felt bad that he had broken his arm at first. But then, when he came back after a few days, showing off his blue plaster, he had everyone but me sign it. Then I didn't feel bad anymore. Superman and I just high-fived secretly because it must have been painful, even if he was looking so proud. Then another time, when we had our annual play, teacher made me Cinderella. And all the children laughed and sniggered, especially when I couldn't remember all the English words. So teacher made Gulshan take my place. And I felt so bad. But I didn't tell anyone about it. Only I told Superman. And you know what he did? On the day of the show, just as she was to go on stage, the back of Cinderella's dress tore. And she had to take the teacher's dupatta and keep it wrapped around her the whole time. She couldn't even act properly because she was crying. Yes, I know it was Superman who did that because he came and stood just behind me after that and we had a good laugh. He watched me from off stage as I sang in the chorus. I liked to sing, of course, but I would have liked it even better if I had been Cinderella and my dress would not have got torn because Superman was my friend. It was Raghu who really started it. We were in class six now by which time I had got used to the ragging, the staying away, the holding of noses when I passed. And as though I smelled, although I knew I didn't smell, I bathed very carefully. And then when they would take out just one sweet when it was their birthday and give it to me, when everyone else could help themselves to however many they wanted, I knew that for whatever reason, they didn't want me to put my hand into the bag. I had also started to understand why they did this. I was good at my studies. My books were always neat and tidy and my homework was always done. I liked school, but I didn't like the other children. I didn't notice it too much anymore. And I still had Superman. The thing that bothered me most though was not the bullies. They were stupid and mean. I knew that. But what about those who were not bullies? Why didn't they do anything to stop the meanness? And if not stop it, then why would they not include me in their groups? Hold my hand if the teacher asked us to make a circle or anything. 
Why did they just stay still and silent and watch what was happening without coming forward or at least telling someone like the teachers? And didn't the teachers see it? I would look for it. And sometimes I saw the recognition in the teacher's eyes. But then they would look away and pretend it didn't happen or that they didn't see. Why was that? Someone should have done something. But the only one who stood up for me and stood by me was Superman. And I knew he wasn't really real. But he was as real as I needed him to be. And then I think, because it wasn't bothering me anymore, or I had learned to act as if it didn't, some of the meaner ones decided it was time to make things a little worse for me. Now it wasn't little things. It was as if the little mean things were growing up with us and becoming meaner and more serious. And one day, it went way out of control. See, I always ate my tiffin with Superman. The others made fun of my tiffin. Nobody else brought sabzi roti to school. They brought pizzas and muffins, which were nothing but small round cakes. They brought sandwiches with chicken and something called salami. And they turned up their noses at some of the very delicious looking and yummy smelling things in their own tiffins. Worse, instead of asking anyone else if they wanted it, they would throw it straight into the dustbin. And I didn't like that. I don't think we should be throwing food into dustbins. But Superman, he told me to hold my peace and ignore them and stay away from them as much as I could. They were not about to learn any life lessons from anyone, least of all from me. So Superman and I began having Tiffin at the end of the playing field where the trees were shady and the spot was lonely. The best thing here was that I could talk to him out loud and he would answer me. It was the only place where we were ever alone enough to talk out loud. And soon it became my favorite time of the day. Then one break time, I was really, really sleepy. There'd been no electricity at home. The whole night, the mosquitoes were buzzing in my ears and keeping me awake. Sadist is another word I had just learnt recently. When Zenith, Zenith and one of the girls in my class called Raghu a sadist for the way he kept troubling me. Not to me, just quietly. Not to him but quietly to me. They, they, they said that he was a sadist and I had the new word to look up in the dictionary. I loved this new word because it described Raghu and his band of bullies so well. Anyway, I was sleepy that day. I hadn't been able to concentrate on lessons and without meaning to, I nodded off in my secret hiding place and was soon fast asleep. Almost immediately, I heard the sounds of rough, sneering laughter, and the word sadist came into my mind. The sound of footsteps were coming closer. At first, I thought I was dreaming. But then I awoke with a start, thinking that I could just run and get away. But it was too late. I turned to Superman and asked if he was going to help. But he wasn't there. I turned to see if he was preparing himself to attack. 
but he wasn't there. He was gone and I was all alone. Now this story, of course, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but this is a story about the EWS children who not so long ago have been admitted into classrooms of people like us. And I've been quite amazed by the kind of reactions by children, yes, but also by adults, who parents who say they're not happy to have the EWS children because, you know, comments like, our children will learn bad habits from them or it's going to bring the standard of education down or that why do we have to pay for them? Yes, not all parents. Yes, there are children who are very supportive of the of having children from economically weaker sections in their own classrooms. But there's so many who are not. And so that's what this story is about. Well, I can tell you, that this little girl finds the Superman within her because Superman had better things to do and so she found courage. I do love the courage of young people and I so admire how they overcome all kinds of adversity. I hope you'll read the rest of this story. It's in my book, The Other. इस हब हॉपर ओरिजिनल को सुनने के लिए आपका शुक्रिया अगर आप भी अपना पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करना चाहते हैं तो हब हॉपर स्टूडियो वेबसाइट पे रजिस्टर करें और एक मिनट के अंदर अंदर अपना खुद का पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करें यही नहीं स्टूडियो देता है आपको पूरी आजादी कहीं भी कभी भी अपना पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करने की सिर्फ तीन आसान स्टेप्स में तो साथ में अपना पॉडकास्ट शुरू करने के लिए तैयार जस्ट हॉप ऑन हब हॉपर सिंपली कॉन्टेंट